This podcast is brought to you by our lovely friends at Channel Factory, who ensure that your advertising appears in the most brand safe and brand suitable environments across all of your YouTube campaigns. Hello and welcome to the Blooming North podcast. I'm Rachel, Vice President of Bloom North. It's a brand new forum of communication and engagement. Each month we'll be inspiring you, empowering you and guiding you towards a more fulfilling life, both personally and professionally. So I'm joined today by Lucy Crompton, who is our Head of Young Bloomers for 2023 and is also a display and paid social account manager at Wavemaker. I'm also joined by Lauren Greenhoff, who is Senior Strategy and Planning Manager at Wavemaker, and was also recently a panelist at one of our Young Bloomers events. So I'll let you both just introduce yourselves. It'd be really good to hear a little bit about your career, how long you've been at Wavemaker, and how you got involved with Young Bloomers. So I'll start with you, Lucy. Hi, um, so yeah, I have been in the industry for about five years. Um, I started my career as a grad um, at Dentsu um, in an in the adopts team actually um, before I quickly moved over to display planning um, and I was at Dentsu for about three years um, and then shortly after um, the lockdown I moved over to Wavemaker in the display and paid social team and then yeah I got involved with Young Bloomers last year. Amazing and Lauren you're also at Wavemaker at the moment. I am yeah so uh I've been in the industry probably about seven, eight years. I started as an intern um, whilst I was at university doing one day a week in the SEO team, which uh, I quickly realised was not my uh, not my forte. Um, and then did a placement year and then came back one day a week while I was graduating. And then I've been a Wavemaker, formerly MEC, since then um, transitioned into um, content planning and then um, insights and now strategy and planning. So I've dabbled around a bit, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been wave maker from day one. <laughs> Amazing. And how long have you been involved with Bloom? Um, so I've always kind of made sure I've attended like Bloom events since um, I kind of knew about them. Um, it was only um, recently um, after I went to a conference with uh, Lucy um that we kind of start talking about young bloomers um and how maybe I could kind of support so yeah I just stuck my hand up for, to help Lucy on the panel um and offered Forced. to <laughs> <laughs> um and said you know if you are struggling to find anyone let me know and then she went do you actually want to do it it's like yeah I can do it so um, you did an amazing job by all you did you <laughs> so really thank did you. yeah I think it, we'll be getting you back for more <laughs> it was 100%. my first one um and then last year I also um had the lovely Sadie as a mentor um and this year I've uh, put my hand up to be a mentor myself um so yeah kind of always kind of support the bloom events um Lisa um works in my team um as well at Wavemaker so yeah it's um definitely kind of something that we um have kind of always known about and got involved with in terms of attending events um but yeah I'm really happy to kind of be involved in um, a little bit more in Young Bloomers um because it's it is something that's really really important yeah and it's such an yeah like you say so important but Mm. a a really growing area of what we're doing at Bloom so absolutely yeah um, I think what's really interesting is how um a lot of young people at the moment have kind of been in lockdown um and started their careers um, so actually kind of this year being one of the first proper years of Young Bloomers, it's really, really great to see so many people kind of getting involved in it. 
Lucy, it's probably best that we start with you, given that you've taken up the mantle of um, <laughs> heading up Bloom, Young Bloomers this year. Um, can you just tell us, firstly, a little bit about what Young Bloomers is and sort of how it came about? Yeah, sure. Um, so Young Bloomers is aimed at young people in the industry, people who are just starting out the career um, in media. Um, it started last year, late last year, um, and it was set up by the previous Bloom North president, so uh, Sadie and Paula. Um, and I got involved quite early on in the setup of Young Bloomers. And ever since then, I've been heavily involved in events and things like that, and it's really enjoyable. It's great to see the effects of what it's already had on young people in the industry already, bringing them together, making them make, helping them make connections across the industry um, and just overall like helping to build confidence um, and instill sort of good practice in, in new starters and uh, yeah, people who are starting out the career. And is there sort of a, an age limit or is there sort of um, any sort of prerequisites that you have to have to be part of Young Bloomers or is it literally just sort of entry level um, people or people that just, I guess, don't necessarily have those connections and network already within the industry that just want to sort of start from scratch? Yeah, exactly that. I would never really put an age limit on it. I think um, mm. you can be a new starter in the industry at any age, I suppose. So it's all about people who, you know, they might be apprentices and they might be, 18 um, but you also might be 27 and or uh, above and starting a new career path and it's just enabling people to make those connections outside of their day-to-day job and outside of their workplace uh, so yeah um, anyone who's basically new uh, right from an apprentice through to new managers I'd say um, they're all welcome. And how many people are part of the Young Bloomers Network currently? Currently I think at the last event we had around 68 people attend, um, which is almost double uh, versus what we saw last year. So we're really growing, um, which is really positive. um, And we're hoping to continue that trend throughout the rest of the year. Amazing. And Lauren, like I mentioned in the intro, you recently spoke at the panel event um, that you did earlier in the year for Young Bloomers. Um, how was that and sort of what is your involvement um, how, how much have you been involved with Young Bloomers? Um, so this is probably the second main thing I've done for with Lucy on Young Bloomers. Um, it came from a conversation me and Lucy had when we were at a conference together. I really, really enjoyed doing the panel. It was my first ever panel. So it's really nice that my first panel was with something so important and really relevant at the moment. Um, yeah, so I sat um, up with quite a few other people on the panel and spoke quite passionately about um, management and how we have those conversations in terms of asking for promotions or pay rises, um, which I'm, you know, I'm a manager and have been managed. So I think uh, Lucy hopefully thought I added a bit of a um, a middle ground opinion on having those conversations, but also um being a manager as well at quite a young age um so yeah I feel like it was um, a really really good experience and I'm glad to be here today to talk a little bit more about how important um Young Bloomers is and um kind of you know the importance of um why we're all here today yeah that's great and you did speak quite passionately about um sort of the importance of training to be a good manager as well because I think a lot of people in our industry sort of get thrown into a managerial position without necessarily having the experience of managing a team and it is a completely different skill set in your own experience Lauren did you did you get training and also sort of how much did you find that to be of benefit to to your current role Yeah, so for me, I um, became a line manager probably about two two years ago. 
um, to a girl who um, is part of Young Bloomers. Um, And I felt that it was something that was very new to me and I didn't want to um, get it wrong. So I was really, really passionate about actually going away and figuring out what kind of line manager I would be, what kind of leader, what role model um, I wanted to be um, as like middle management. So I um, was given this um, this role as a, of a line manager and essentially I then went and looked around for some courses that I could do um, in being a line manager, a management um, or kind of leadership because I felt I was quite lacking in some of those skills. Um, whilst I did care, there's some fundamental skills you do need to be a line manager. Um, and so I got put on an apprenticeship um, by Wavemaker. And I think it's just been um, a complete 180 in kind of how I view how you should approach management. Because like you said in just then, there you do get thrown into line management. I think you get a lot of people who don't want to be a line manager. Um, That doesn't mean that they get it wrong, but I think there's some fundamental skills. So yeah, I got um, training across the board in um, legal, finance, all things are really important in being a line manager, feedback, leadership, communication, um, emotional intelligence. um, And that's kind of half of it. Um, And I think it is really important to kind of get that training and for businesses, to invest in that training because um, your line manager is probably one of the um, biggest reasons you stay at a company or leave a company. Um, They are your first point of call and your first experience of um, kind of where you work. And I do think it is something that is hugely impactful. I've had brilliant line managers since I started. Um, And I do think in my mind, I was like, I want to be that person for someone else in the start of their career. Um, So I've put a lot of effort into trying to be a good manager and hopefully I am but ultimately I think it is so important that there is training and there is resources out there because if you just get lumped as a line manager and you don't really care then that's just going to hugely impact the person that's kind of on the receiving end of that um so yeah I think it's something that kind of I'm still working on building on the skills I've learned finished my apprenticeship at the back end of last year um, I'm kind of still looking at kind of what I can do in terms of continuing that um, moving forward, but put putting it into practice, I guess now. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely really important for me. I think it's also a really important part of building a good culture within a company yeah. because people think it's you know like you say you've got to have a good role model to look up to, and if you know if you enjoy that that experience, then you're you're more likely to stay, and therefore you know mm-hmm. I think your whole career within that company will be more fruitful I think it's such a simple thing that so many companies get wrong is just throwing people into manager Mm. managerial positions that just aren't experienced or willing as you say to actually go into that sort of position yeah um, I completely agree I found some research um, and I won't misquote it I think I did quote at the panel um, but I think it's around a third of managers only get um, regular management training um so the majority of people get management training once in their lifetime and that's it um and it's kind of like based off your experience or company culture or 
you know what you see another manager doing um and people kind of take on what they want but I think it's really important that there is training but then there's also a culture embedded within every single company of this is how we manage um so for example Wavemaker is all about positive provocation so from a management point of view we should be positively provoking our people Mm -hmm. and I think there's kind of a real need to have that culture of what is our way of management and how do our managers act and what is that process because if you don't have that people just kind of run wild with it and do their own thing but actually it's a bit disjointed some people might have a very different experience in one company um than another but equally in a team two separate teams might have completely different experiences as well so actually get into a point where management is actually a thread that is through the whole company and across the industry as well um, is really really important and having a good manager is so key for building confidence for junior members yeah. and you know people that are coming into the industry fresh or straight out of university and don't really know what the corporate world looks like it's so important to have that good role model and obviously that is a huge part of what young bloomers is about mm. is empowering and building confidence within the more junior members of our industry so lucy what would you say um in terms of focus for young bloomers this year as a sort of the key strands so you had the panel event, which was a huge success. And like you say, you got a great turnout. Um, what are the other sort of key themes that we're going to be focusing on this year in terms of just helping to empower the younger people in the industry? So we want to continue to upskill um, and build confidence within the Young Bloomers com- um, community. Uh, so obviously asking for pay rises and promotions and having the confidence to do that and how to approach that with your manager is really important because... Is something that I never had when I started out um, in the industry about five years ago. Um, I would have never asked my manager for a pay rise. And if you don't ask, sometimes you don't get, especially you have to be quite self-driven and self-motivated, I think, um, and quite independent. Um, and this is a thread that we want to follow throughout the rest of the year. So focusing on upskilling um, in really important areas um, to help people develop their career. So the next one, which we'll be hosting in June time is all about how to network. Um, I think building connections um, outside of your day-to-day job is super important and building a profile. It's all about like elevating yourself outside of your day-to-day role um, will also help in other areas like pay rises and promotions and things like that. Um, so yeah, whilst we're not, we've not fully mapped out what the rest of the year is going to look like um, in detail. It will all be around upskilling um, in various areas to help people's personal development. Networking is such an important part of our industry as well, isn't yeah. it? But I think the reality is a lot of people find it really awkward or really daunting or yeah. just you know, a bit terrifying going into a room full of people that you don't know, um, especially as a, as a younger person in the industry, um, because it can be... I guess it, our industry is quite clicky as well. Like the people that know each other really know each other. And like, especially the sort of the older people in the industry that have been here for years. Um, it can be a bit more daunting, can't it? Because you're walking into a room where you feel like everyone else knows everyone, but you don't know anybody. What um, What are your sort of key tips around networking? So I don't know if there's sort of anything you've had from your own personal experience around just how you've navigated that and the ways that you can get the most out of it. Yeah, and just going back to your point on how daunting it is, I think what I noticed last year, which is why I think a networking event is really important, is that people would turn up to the Young Bloom events and they would just sit there and then they would leave and I don't think they were getting anything else out of it and that's um, not really what we wanted to get out of 
the panel um the panel events that we host so um i think hopefully the next one will be a bit more insightful and give a lot of these tips um that i think are really useful um especially because most people who have just started out the career started out through covid so they've been working from home most of the time and you know it does take that element away of of developing those interpersonal skills and having those conversations with people um so for me if it's your first one i would say go with a friend if a work colleague you know it gives you that little bit of confidence to to go and approach someone and have that conversation um and also know that they're probably just as nervous as you and it's fine um and it does take time to build up a rapport with people so go with prepared questions um and yeah take a friend along with you and if things aren't going to plan then you know you can just move on and um grab yourself a drink or take a minute and sit down and um yeah just go from there Lauren, have you got anything to add to that just from your own personal experience um i got given some um advice um a while back on going with a friend and um my commitment is every time i go to an event to go with someone i know um and speak to at least one or two new people that i've not spoken to before or don't really know um but what um i have um found is if um when you are with a friend um if your kind of conversation hasn't gone that well with whoever you're trying to have a conversation with um and your friend is also doing a very similar thing in terms of trying to network you know you can go up to your friend who's having that conversation and get an introduction that way so it feels almost natural but at the same time it's kind of just making it a little bit easier for yourselves um so yeah definitely go with a friend have an ally in the room um i feel like for me um going and speaking to strangers is quite daunting um but knowing kind of a topic of conversation or just think about who might be in the room and ask people like what are they interested in because ever since um the first panel i've done with bloom i've had a lot of people come up to me and speak to me about management um so now i feel like I've got a bit of a, oh, maybe that's something I can actually talk about at events and ask people, like, what do you find in terms of um, management? Are you a line manager or is there anything you found recently? And having that topic of conversation that you know you know potentially quite well um, or that you're interested in learning more about, um, I find going and speaking to the panellists as soon as kind of the event's up, if, there, if it is a panel, um, and ask them, you know, I really liked what you said about this. Um, the other one is when you get in a cup of tea, just turn into the person next to you making a cup of tea and just, you know, hi, this I'm so-and-so, I'm from here, what do you do, what's your name, I'd like to, you know, I'm here to network. Um, and just kind of throw yourself into it, go in with an open mind. If a conversation doesn't flow, it doesn't flow, move on to the next one. Um, and I always, always connect with people on LinkedIn after I've met them. Yeah, I was just going to mention LinkedIn because I think it's a really powerful tool in just mm. building your network in general. Yeah. And especially if you're quite active on there and you post frequently or you know, if you're attending these events, then just put a couple of pictures on afterwards or yeah. something, at least showing that you're out and about and that you're seeing people. It just helps to build that mm. sort of personal brand and that yeah. rapport. Um, on the topic of personal brand, it is a really key thing. And I think a lot of what we do at Bloom is around helping our members build their own personal brand mm. and you know in turn then sort of thrive in their career by the you know the connections they build through doing that um would you say that it's something that you you're good at something you've got better at over the years in terms of just building your own personal brand and sort of any advice that you could give to our listeners who might be struggling a little bit or maybe find it a bit awkward to post on LinkedIn don't really know what to write or what to say any any tips in that space 
I mean, for me, I feel like I've hopefully um, developed a personal brand over the last couple of years, but it is difficult, um, especially when you're new into the industry. And I feel like you've, you, there's no time pressure to come in and know who you are and know what you stand for and know where, where you want your career to go. Um, but finding your passion and then also pursuing it, whether that be management or young bloomers, um, and then finding like-minded people and just getting together and also helps sort of you find your own self-confidence um, in building your own brand and finding out who you are and what you like and where you want your career to go. That makes sense. Yeah, because you don't always know that sort of stuff straight away, do no. you? It comes in time, and actually, you might completely go off on a completely different course to where you thought you were going to go. Hundred percent, because Young Bloomers wasn't around when I first started, and probably didn't know that I had a passion for this sort of um, this sort of thing. So, helping people who are new starters in the industry, and it's probably so relevant for me because I never had that when I first started. Yeah, and I didn't come from. Um, like a degree in marketing either I came from a degree in psychology so didn't really know anything about the industry at all um, so I think knowing that you don't have to have all the answers right away um, but when you do find things that you're passionate about um, the importance of being on like the likes of LinkedIn and attending these events is so important to help building your profile and your brand because you will meet like-minded people of the same nature yeah Lauren, anything that you would add to that? I think um, Lucy's absolutely hit the nail on the head. Um, but um, in terms of something else um, for me would be potentially just thinking about how you turn up at these events. You know, if um, it's like how do people always see you as a person? And if you're coming to an event, what do people believe they're going to get from you? Is it, you know, energy, positivity? You know, are you, are you slightly provocative? Like anything in terms of how you turn up as yourself, I think is really important. Um, being authentic um, and, you know, just being turning up as you. And I think the great thing about our industry is we've got so many different characters and we've got so many different, you know, people that kind of turn up that you could you could be anyone and just know who you are and that does take time and the confidence to turn up as yourself um but i think as an industry we're really accepting of kind of anyone and um anyone so i do think it's um be authentic and just turn up as you and you know bring your natural self because that's where you will find connections of like-minded people or people completely different um so, yeah, but so. I think that really comes from that inner confidence, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, if you're confident, you can turn up as your true yeah. self. Whereas if you're not so confident or you're feeling a little bit insecure in a situation, mm. you're more likely to sort of put your guard up or try and be somebody yeah. and put on a bit of a front. Yeah. Um, and almost like trying to think what are people perceiving me to be mm. and trying to, but you're thinking about it too hard and you're not just being yourself. Yeah. And I think that's what's so good about young bloomers is, mm. you know, people that are coming into the industry where we're sort of nourishing them and and helping them find their inner confidence and self-belief to be able to turn up at these things and know people you know that's a great starting point for young bloomers is the fact that we it's networking by nature isn't it you know yeah. we go to these events and people get to know people and you know build on those relationships and and it's not just from the industry they're in either because what's exactly. so good about this these sort of events is it's people from all across the industry yeah. you know you might work you work in digital lucy don't you yeah. but you know you turn up to people from all different media owners mm. agency side media owner side 
um, creative side. So, the, you know, you get into know such a melting pot of different characters and people and building that network, but it does take time. And I do think mm-hmm. that over time you do build that confidence to attend these events and, and be able to, it's, it's a really good feeling, isn't it? When you walk in a room and you know people. And you exactly. And, and I do them. think it all boils down to networking. Yeah. And putting, get, yourself, out putting yourself out there. And it, it is really scary, mm. um, but it is beneficial in the long run. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it, it's the best thing I think you can do to help find yourself, promote yourself and develop. Yeah. I wish Young Bloomers was around when I started in Me the industry. Me too. <laughs> I really yeah. do. Um, I feel like it's really um, important that even if you just turn up to an event and maybe you do go home at the end of it and you haven't spoken to anyone, that's okay because you made the first step of turning up. But I think always kind of challenge yourself the next time. Like I'm six, seven years into the industry and I still challenge myself to speak to at least one or two new people um, yeah. at an event and make a connection because you're always growing your network there's always going to be someone new to me um so just add a little challenge on next time because that's the only way it's going to come about when you when you feel comfortable or confident enough just go and do it because the only thing that can happen is the conversation doesn't flow you they're not bothered or nothing really happens off the back of it but you've still given it a go just go on to the next one and you don't know who people know you Mm. you might talk to someone who knows someone who knows someone yeah, which is often the case. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And especially, you know, when you're attending events like Bloom, you're expected to chat to people. Mm. So people aren't going to be like, oh, why are you saying hello to me? <laughs> because everyone's turning up for the same reason. It's just having that confidence to make the first step. Well, we've run out of time, but it's been so lovely to have you both and to hear more about the ambitions for young bloomers. I think it really is an amazing strand of Bloom. And I think by the sounds of what you're doing, it's going from strength to strength. So thank you for joining us. Um, if any of our listeners would like to get involved or to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? I'd say reach out to me on LinkedIn. So as I mentioned before, um, I'm Lucy Crompton um, and it would be really, really um, good to get more people included in the Young Bloomers Committee or even if you wanted to help out and plan some of our future events. We're forever growing and that's our ambition for 2023. So yeah, drop me a message if you want to get involved. Great, and just keep an eye on the Bloom North socials as well. Um, All the channels tend to promote our events and anything we've got in the pipeline coming up. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye on our Instagram and LinkedIn accounts um, where we tend to promote these quite actively. It's been great. Thank you for joining me and we'll see you at the next event. Thank you. See you soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. So if you're not already, please go to Bloom North, become a connection. Also, please get in touch if you've got any thoughts on topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Thanks again to our sponsors, Channel Factory, who ensure that your advertising appears in the most brand safe and brand suitable environments across all of your YouTube campaigns. Be sure to follow us on all your streaming platforms and we'll see you next time.